Oh, I'm so excited. Okay, I'm ready for this massage. I just need to relax. Hi, uh, hi. Yes, uh, if you could uh, just go ahead and lay down on, on your stomach. Just lay down there and uh, okay, I'm going to begin okay, touching uh, Yeah, I, I care um, a lot of weight in my shoulders. places that you feel comfortable. Oh, oh. And uh, yeah, just let me know uh, what feels right. That, yeah, that's good. <laughs> thank you. Uh, I'm sorry, what? Oh, I was just saying thank you. I'm going to just, just relax. Just try to relax. Yes, yes, I need to relax. Okay. Everything's good. Podcast is out. Like, we're right. Okay. Kelly! Oh, oh, wait. Oh, my. It's Kelly here. Sir. Kelly! Sir. Kelly! Sir. Stand aside. We've got a podcast to upload right now. Brian, are you freaking kidding me right now? Kelly, there's not a moment to lose. Put your clothes on. Let's go. Just want to miss. Why didn't you tell me that you didn't upload the episode? I'm sorry. Is there still time? Can we do this? I don't... We've got just a couple minutes. Um, Can I please get... Okay, let me just... I'm taking this robe. Hold on. Let me take, just... I'm taking here, the robe. You just take, take the pad the from the table. Just Thank take you. the pad from the table. Just, okay, good. So, so, so... This is across town. How are we supposed to get there in time? Like, we have to do it right now? It's okay. I called an Uber. Oh. So, uh, where to today? Uh, we're going to the venue? We need to get to the venue. Yeah, we need to get to the venue in the Plaza District, not just some vague venue. Oh, yes. the venue! Yeah, I know the venue! Yeah, that venue. We need to get there. I love the venue! If you could drive fast, that'd be, I'd be... I'd tip you well. Speed limit's 25 miles per hour all the way to the venue! Damn it. Why the heck darn is the speed limit 25? Uh, you know, the city. I feel like it'd be faster. Just get out. Just... Let's just get out Wait, there's run. two dudes on bikes. Let's take their bikes. Let's take their bikes. Excuse me, Okie Show Show, we're confiscating your bike. What? It's okay. We're podcasters. Okay. Never heard of Okie Show Show. It's a great podcast. You should tune in on iTunes. They're stealing our bikes. Oh my God, Brian. I haven't ridden a bike in so long. I think I'm going to die. Okay, we got to get there. Okay, those guys back there, I feel kind of bad that we stole their bikes. It's, it's, it's really great cardio. Yeah, you know, I got a lot of good breeze going because I still am in my robe, Brian. It's okay. Just focus, Kelly. I'm focusing. I'm focusing. We're almost there. Okay. We're going to get there. Okay. <coughs> Hold on. I'm seriously out of shape, guys. Okay. Uh, uh, Who are you talking to? Uh, you and, and the, the mom in my brain that, it, like, encourages me. It's Marilyn Monroe. She lives inside my head, and she's the person who tells me to keep going in life. It's, it's really weird, Kelly. You don't hear her ever? No. I, it, for me, it's John Lennon for some reason. You're doing great, Kelly. Oh, really? Marilyn. Oh, thank you. And oh, it's got the oh goodness, is that showing? Oh. oh, thank you, Marilyn. Like I can do this. Keep going, Mom. Holy crap. Okay, I'm tired. John, give me some encouragement here. You can do it. Keep going, Brian. You're almost there. Have you listened to Yoko's album? It's pretty terrible, but I love her. Basset hounds are fat and squishy. And wiener dogs are kind of dicks. The newest season of Rick and Morty was kind of disappointing. Okay. Feeling good. I'm feeling good too. We're gonna make it. We're gonna make it. Oh no. Oh my God. There's a hipster at the door. No, I can't. I'm so out of touch with the young population. I cannot even deal with them. Stand aside, Kelly. Okay. I've been practicing. All right. Sup, fam. Sup. Um, yo, bro. Oh, sorry, you like show. talking to me or? Yes, you. Sup, fam. V to the dubs. Yeah, that's not a real thing. Can we get through real quick? Um, like, no. And like, just like, go away. Oh my god, Miley Cyrus! OMG, ML. That was way easier than I thought it would be. I'm, I'm gonna be honest, I'm kind of, 
I'm kind of regretting having kids now. And after overcoming the obstacles of massage therapists, Uber, innocent bicyclists, and one apathetic millennial, our heroes find themselves in the secret headquarters of the Oki Show Show's new network home of mostly harmless media, only to be faced with one final challenge. Okay. We're here! Okay! Oh, the upload wizard! Ugh. Yes! Who goes there? Tis us, the Oki Show Show. With all the shows to forget it. Can we just upload this episode? Please, just please take it. What episode are you speaking of, peasant? Took a second to think about what we were, huh? I call racist. What episode is this that needs to be uploaded to Mostly Harmless Media's interface? Do you always speak so specifically about what's happening around you? Speak less and let me speak more as you standeth before me. That's exactly what's happening right now, yes. Yeah, um, um, uh, it, it, it's, it's, it's the relaunch episode of the Oki Show Show. Okay, we, we really need it on. I, I promise people want to hear this episode. Silence, found beasts of the Orient. I pull out my longsword. I draw my axe. You dare to threaten the uploading wizard? What episode number do you speak of that needs to be uploaded, you fools? Uh, it's, a, it's actually episode 41. Why? Why do you ask? Yeah, I don't get why that matters. Funny, as I look upon thine uploaded episodes, I'm seeing at least 45. No, we had a couple shorts, and like we had to upload one. It, it, it got really complicated, okay? We, we, it technically yes, you're in the clear. Oh, wow, that worked really well. Wait, has it been uploaded this whole freaking time? Yes, you fools! It's been uploaded since yesterday. I did it myself. You're welcome. You owe me a massage, Brian. <sighs> okay, well... Let me just flip this switch and, uh... Hello and welcome to the podcast that explores the inner workings of the Heartland's entertainment industry. What? Even comes with a new hook? What? So, we're still um, the Oki Show Show. We're still the Oki Show Show, um, but we are in a totally new spot with all sorts of new technology happening right now. Yeah. We're on Facebook Live, but it's like streaming hardcore with the sound system going through everything. So we're we fancy, y'all. Nobody's watching just yet. Good. Oh. So they, they haven't seen our clunky intro just yet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Kelly, do you want to tell us what's going on right now? Okay, so, well, you're, you're getting the inside scoop because... We're gonna go dark, right? Uh, so you're seeing this now, but we're not gonna do any shows for like a couple months because we are joining something totally new. We're start. We're, we're joining uh, mostly harmless media, and so what we're we're recording right now. This is uh, well before we actually do the relaunch and everything. Yeah. So this is like during the dark point. Dark stages. But yeah. as soon as we relaunch, which is when this episode's going up, <clears throat> we're gonna be with mostly harmless media on. Just like, hi, all these new platforms. Yeah. Hi, everybody that's listening from everywhere else other than iTunes. This is freaking cool. Yeah, we're going to start doing some YouTube sketches. Um, we already have done them, but, you know, you'll have to wait for those. Yes. They're good. Uh, and we're just, we're, we're, we're going to be interviewing a ton of people. I don't know. I'm Live excited. from this stage. Like, and we are in Tower Studios right now inside yes. Tower Theater. 
and I wish we could turn the camera around because you could see like we have this whole performance space. There's so an we're, audience space. We're so gonna be doing like live shows and stuff for Rizzles. Yeah, you can come sit here and have a drink and laugh with us in the or same room. Or just at us. <laughs> yes, that's usually it. I feel like that's usually the situation happening. Mm. They don't even know how dumb they are. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, today we are here. We have actually a special. Spe wow, I'm so I'm so flustered by the new environment. It's just weird. <laughs> we gotta be. We gotta act professional. I know. Oh shit. Yep. So we're here with a special guest co-host, Mr. Neil, Neil Newby. Neil Newby. Hello. Welcome to the show. I'm going well, to uh, thank you for having me. do this right there. We can, oh, wow. can freaking pan hello. over on the we camera, can pan man. Over and Neil can wave and say hello. <laughs> so, uh, Feels good to be here. Introduce yourself. Now, if anyone, whenever they're listening to this episode, the YouTube channel will be up and they can go over and they can see you in a little short film that we filmed not too long ago. Called Stiff Proposal. <laughs> what? Well, uh, I'm a young, precocious 21-year-old. Uh, precocious, $10 Vivacious words. actor. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I got to be in a super fun short that uh, we did. And it's got some pretty good material. It's very, very hilarious. I'm very proud that I was in it. And uh, I definitely can't wait for it to drop. That's for sure. Boom. And so, if you have been keeping up with The Okie Show Show, we did air a super secret special yeah, uh, we the screening of it at mm -hmm. one of our live shows. And... And yeah, and if you were at that live show with everybody from Mickey Reese's Alien, Alien. then you'd be like, "What? It's the dude from the one short." Yeah, and he was super creepy. Yeah, I'm. I you know we had a lot of intimate moments during that. Uh, <laughs> Very. We did. They Kelly, were how would you even? How would you describe the short? Um, uncomfortable. Just really Just freaking really awkward. Really uncomfortable, yeah, which awkward. is my specialty. Like That's like. Is a Awkward, yes. Good way to. Oh man, to it was. It. it was perfectly awkward, which is Brian just knew me too well to go. He's Kelly would like, just yeah. love the awkwardness of this sketch, and I did. And uh, Neil played into it perfectly. Yeah, I went on a blind, blind date with, with Neil. Neil, and it was at an odd location, um, and it got super serious super fast. Yeah, okay. but you know what, Neil? Zero to a hundred. We're not here to talk about you. Uh, yeah, thank you. We're here That's to talk. True. We're we're here to talk about this person oh. sitting next to you. Yes, this yes. is true. Yes. Totally uh, yeah, yeah. Freaking jack of all trades, the beautiful Carrie Myers. Welcome to the show. Oh, thank you, Brian. Welcome, and it, this is awesome because you're our first guest in the new space. Yeah, yeah. I'm so excited. Like, this is crazy. With I was so excited Facebook when you told me because I live so close. I was like, yes. You're, like, and you're so right cool there. that you rode your freaking bike here. Oh yeah, I'm trying to be that um, that person. Okay, see riding my bike around <laughs> honestly you i just what? like it's two blocks i can't justify getting in my car it's harder to get in the car yeah, at this point it is that's true <laughs> that's very true so. that's the silver lining get a bike because a the ac is way better <laughs> yeah <laughs> absolutely yeah this space is really awesome um it's been really cool to watch it grow into what it is it's funny, Brian and I just worked on a feature together and we talked all day because <laughs> I got to hang out with sound since I do wardrobe. Represent yes. the Chickasaw Rancher. Um, and so we had to say, oh, I had no idea you did this. I have oh, no I idea know. you did this okay. all day, every day. To give people a backstory of like, Carrie and I have known each other for like 10 freaking years, Close probably to. more than that. Yeah. And I can't even I can't even remember what the first time was that I. Well, met I moved you. to Oklahoma City in 2009. I that's when I graduated college, so it had to have been 2009, 2010. So, 
We're, we're on the upwards of yeah. 10. Jesus, that's freaking crazy. That's you're nice. old, Brian. And I'm going to tell you this every podcast. You're old, Brian. I know. Cracked the big 3-0. He makes us all rub old. it in. Yeah. <laughs> no, I book bands in the community for a long time. Um, Brian's band is one of my favorites. I I helped soundtracking on a local film, got these guys roped into right. all that. Yeah, you were on Post Human Project's yeah. soundtrack. Like, you put the compilation together mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. And, and rounded up all the bands. Yeah. You do a crap ton of stuff and that's what we're going to be talking about today for the show is what it's like to be a free agent and and being able to do all these different things so yeah real quick lightning round what all do you do carrie well, so List i everything. want to start us off a lot of people don't know this i actually did go to school for public relations and communications i do have a degree in pr and communications and i kind of fell into this by um when i got out of college a lot of my friends are musicians by trade and they just did not know what they were doing as yeah. far as you know, marketing themselves booking and all that and they're like oh you want to do that for us here you go you know and i i just kind of took it on myself and it became something that i enjoyed and then you know i was able to kind of you know, sell my skills to local venues and and get paid for it which is awesome the goal right yeah, yeah. That, that's, get, the, get paid that's the goal you, yeah and it, it doesn't always work out like that you know i've done you know in the entertainment industry we do a lot of stuff for free just yeah. to get the experience yeah and, and get to know people and stuff but um it is really cool whenever you can make you know your hobby your job well and let's let's touch on that for a second because like at, like i think it's important to understand that the majority of people start off working for free. Yeah. Why is that so important to start off well, for free? Um, I know that like pros and um, cons. <laughs> there, there are cons to it because now I'm like, man, I've been around here for cons like are, seven there's or no eight money. years. Now. Yeah. Yeah, cons are no money, and that you will probably have to wait tables for a while. Yeah. Um, so that, that's put in the one a lot thing. of hours. But, you know, like, you get a, yeah. you get great people experience whenever you're working hey, in man, the service yeah. industry. I mean, you have to put up with the most. Shit, yep. I think there, and so. Um, one thing that I uh, was always told whenever I was in school for PR and journalism or whatever is you're not going to get a great job until you have five, six, seven years experience. Oh, yeah. the classic. That they always but how do you, you like, get this experience? You get this experience? Yeah. And so that's when you go in and volunteer on projects, make up your own stuff, you know, mm-hmm. um, do music videos, do whatever you have to to learn, learn how it goes. It's called the hustle, people. The it's hustle. called the hustle. You <laughs> stay do on the hustle. hustle. <laughs> dot, 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 <laughs> dot. No, I, I, like it is kind of funny because like I think five to seven years that is a pretty decent estimate, and like it sucks at first. And it does, it, but looking back, I'm like, you know, I, there are plenty of things that I've forgotten that I've done um, because I don't keep good enough track of them. And when I was making my film resume, actually, I mean, I, I turned in like four or five things, and I was texting Jack and Jim, like, oh wait, I forgot I did this, or you know, yeah, yeah. a song on the radio oh, that yeah. reminded me, oh yeah, I did that Keith Urban video. That was yeah. kind of a big deal. I ha- just yeah. totally forgot about it. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, but that's what happens whenever you just stay busy and stay on projects. They just one right after another. Well, and also, and that's like, what you want to do is stay busy. And it's, okay, I'm going to ask you the question that I get asked a lot. Why do you do so much? Uh, maybe it has something to do with so my manic personality. <laughs> yes! I mean, High five for I manicness. Think, you know, um, Rachel and I were talking about this on, on Chickasaw Rancher. We were like, I think that we all have the same mental illness. We found each other, and you know we're rocking it, and we're doing a great job. And I think that these um, types of jobs are for people that like to keep going keep going yeah. and don't really like to the off days and um, yeah 
I always Dude. feel like I fall behind on the off days. Yeah. You know? When you don't have anything to do, do you just go kind of go a little insane? Yeah, I do like to, um, I like to take my, like, I'll sleep for two or three days and then I'm over it. I'm like, okay, I'm, yeah. I'm a loser. I like, I've done nothing with my life. You know, I'm really kind of <laughs> raging alcoholic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I need to get out of this basement. <laughs> <laughs> I have no friends. Oh, and really the reality is I've, I've, my only friend is Netflix. Right. Yeah. So. I need to turn this TV um, off. I'm becoming, I have a relationship with Frank Underwood now. I know. <laughs> but, um, no, it's just really, um, it's really been awesome. I think that uh, staying networked, staying around people who kind of do the same thing that you do, you know, will keep you in that environment for yeah. a long time. And once, you know, you get out of Oklahoma, you realize that, you know, I think here the entertainment industry seems so small. Yeah. And then you know, if you travel and go, you know, to Austin or New York or LA, even you you realize that you are not alone. Yeah, oh yeah. In trying to make it in this yeah. in this mm -hmm. thing, and so that that's kind of what keeps me going. I have friends in other cities that I watch; they're doing the same thing as I am all the time. Yeah. So let's talk about networking for a second, because networking is super super important if you're going to be doing freelance and getting consistent work. How do you go about networking? Well, um, I would say I hit up the, the hottest events in OKC. Yeah. I mean, the hottest club in OKC. I really, um, you know, yeah. I, I didn't get to do Dead Center this year because of um, that we were actually making a movie, which is awesome too. Yeah. But Dead Center is usually a really great networking time for me. Um, a, a lot of the events that they put on have, uh, you know, a lot of influence influencers in Oklahoma City that, that are, you know, doing the same things that we're, we're trying to do. And so. That, yeah. That's one of my, my favorites. Enjoying the night. You see, my problem with the whole networking via the nightlife <laughs> is that the nightlife networks really hard with me. Uh. <laughs> Meaning, uh, eventually, I don't remember shit. Uh, now I will. I've I've had. I are mean, you are you a good like names with faces person? I'm because kind I'm of not. terrible. I'm it. horrible. People come to me all the time and they're like, Carrie, <laughs> you just like and smack on a I, smile I'm and you're like, like, hey, I don't, don't remember you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I mean, I I teach paddleboard yoga in the summertime and all kinds of stuff. So I'm like, if you came to one of my yoga classes, are you in a band? I <laughs> right. Oh, dude, and especially it in our me at world, least five interactions, and I think that yeah. that's fair. You know, whenever yeah. you're, you're meeting so many people, if you haven't had like. Like a couple of beers together, you know, like some common ground jokes or something, then you just, sorry, don't be offended. Just don't right. be offended if I don't remember your name. It's oh, my I'm never fault, offended. I've been introduced. Yeah, I've been Who are you? Exactly. And yeah. it, I'm just like the background shadow behind Brian's head. He like peeks out and I'm like, hey, I'm here too. I feel like and you're like, pretty memorable though. Uh, is that a nice or mean thing? No, it's nice. Okay. I mean, I think you could work on your, your I could be memorable introductions in a, a little bit. You don't have to be slap everybody you Come say Come on. Hi to. Just get on my way. <laughs> I'm here. Hello. Yeah. Yeah, I They'll do. never forget you. That was just how I was trained. I was raised, you know, strong yeah. handshake to the face. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I just go with the the typical <laughs> on their car. <laughs> they will never extreme, forget Extreme extreme introduction. Don't invite these guys to your party. Nice to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like I part of me wants to be like I'm sorry, I have face blindness. I know I've introduced myself face to my wife's best friend, uh, my wife's best friend's sister. <sighs> I've introduced myself to this poor girl, I swear to god, like 10 times. And every time she's just like <sighs> We're friends, Brian. I'm like 
Oh, yeah, buddy. <laughs> like on Facebook. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Short term. Dude, that's the worst. Facebook yeah. is the worst. Oh, wait, wait, let me look at your profile picture. Yeah. See if I yeah. 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 What's your Instagram name? Yeah. <laughs> that's one I've, I've actually used. What's your Instagram name? What's your Instagram name? <laughs> Oh my gosh, we have pictures together. Yeah. Wait, when does this happen? We have a whole life together. This whole solo. <laughs> so. <laughs> wow. I don't know if I warned you, but we tend to rabbit trail on this show. Yeah, it happens. Right. It does happen. Now, I, I heard you mentioning, okay, co- something with costuming. Yeah. Or dress, what is it called yeah, so on film? I've been working I, in wardrobe. Wardrobe. Yeah. yeah, and costume, I am the set costumer is okay. my title. Nice. So um, I don't design anything. I make sure everything stays put, stays together, take the photos, make sure that everything stays the same. Nice. And the continuity. And then I, I stay with Brian while he mics them and make sure that he doesn't mess up any of our wardrobe uh, stuff. destroy your wardrobe. There's no wires hanging out, mm-hmm. all yeah. that stuff. She's the one that I ask if I can cut the wardrobe. <laughs> and most of the time you're very gracious. Most of the time you're like, no. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. Or is not. that a place where I can sew that back? Yeah. yeah. So did did you start out as like like young sewing and stuff like um, a seamstress? Yeah. Well, so um, you know, we we've all talked about this within our team, and we all kind of grew up in the same backgrounds with like grand grandparents who were mm. actually really big into costume design. Um, mm. my grandmother sewed for Mobetta, the the country and western shirt company oh, that Garth wow. Brooks made famous right. back in the day and she also made all the costumes for her like sweet Adeline's ladies oh, and so wow. I like grew up with like you know needles and sequins all over the floor <laughs> in her nice. area and um, found out Rachel's grandmother was um, a costume designer on CBS in the 60s Whoa. oh wow so, you know, we all really kind of came from that, you know, and I think just like as a kid, whenever that's who's watching over you, they're teaching you how to do it to keep you occupied. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Why I know how to knit. I <laughs> knitting the other day. My yeah. grandmother taught me how to knit when I was like four. It, so was, it was just like, adorable. here you go. It's the best. I'll hand my son a ball of yarn and like a, t- well, just a string with like a, a crochet needle. Her son's a cat. Attached it. And I'll punch <laughs> holes through paper and just be like, okay, just in, out, in, out takes them like 40 minutes and it's yeah. so awesome. Yeah, and now they know how to do a whip stitch. So yes. whenever they get older, they can fix their Bada bang, sew your like dad's some serious up. parenting advice here. Most people are just like, here, take this phone. <laughs> you can't knit well, with a phone, guys. I and might really, do I think that, that we all like, we're all kind of nostalgic about it, yeah. you know, too, because we want to, there are a lot of lost trades and we yeah. want to, we want to be able to know how to do these things. I think our seamstress, Emily, you know, is just out of this world. She comes in and makes a lot of stuff and she stays in the back room and nobody really sees her back there but she's yeah she's you know making stuff from scratch so the real question is did you get an a in home ec in <laughs> the did real, they still I have not home ec? Even, i did not even take home ec oh. actually and they did and i was um i was an ffa actually. Oh, oh nice Ooh, nice yeah so did what, what animals did you show I was saying, did you show animals i did not show you? animals i did the speeches did the speeches oh. how about you neil show did you I show? showed i did Pigs, yeah. horses Cow- I don't know what they show in FFA, well, uh, really. He's a shower, not a grower. I showed, ho- I showed horses, horses in 4-H. And okay. Then, uh, when I was in the FFA, I did chickens. Chickens? Oh, how wow. do you show a chicken? Poultry. poultry. Guys, poultry. we're live. Show me how to show a chicken. Well, okay. You take your chicken. <laughs> you take your chicken. You grab it. You put it inside the cage. And then a chicken expert comes in, and he looks at it. He, he looks at it, and he's like, oh, this chicken has nice feathers. Oh, that's a fine chicken. Firm breasts and it looks really good. Are you showing it like as it? Are they judging it based off of like 
pre preparation to eat the chicken, like how delicious the uh, chicken looks. No, it's more about how beautiful. On a scale of one to ten, this chicken looks disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> Anorectic chicken, you're out. Yeah, it's it's more about this how is the most flat chested chicken, chicken looks. How beautiful the chicken. Looks. So like I I would spend hours with my chicken. Did you groom your <laughs> yeah, chicken? Uh, yes, absolutely. The way you do it, the way you do it is you take like pantyhose nylons and you like put them on your hands and you pet Just your chicken. Just pet your chicken. <laughs> and it makes them, it makes them glisten. And then their comb on their comb and on their feet, mm -hmm. you put baby oil in. But that uh, that's it, it. That was I did that a lot when I was in high that's school. That's awesome. Mutual ground, guys. FFA bringing people yeah. together that's, since uh, 1942. <laughs> I just guess that that's probably old. Thing. So speaking right. so speaking of chickens, this was your second movie, right? Yeah, this was my second film. Actually, I met Neil on the first one on Sunday yeah. Christmas. So. Got my second full feature in on this one, which is pretty awesome. And I even had interns deal at this time. Right, I know. It was so Quick cool. Quick review, the interns, go. One was really good, one was really bad. And that was <laughs> Carrie's review. <laughs> um, well, okay, and I think this kind of harps back to the whole networking conversation because like before this, you were, you've been doing booking for bands, you've mm -hmm. been doing management for bands. It's all been music industry based. Yep. And then, then one day I walk on a set and like, holy sh there's Carrie. <laughs> well, like, there's actually, no how bands it happened, I, say, well, I will tell the story forever, is my best friend, she got type B flu in February. And um, there were two costumers on this film, and they were both just trying to power through it, and they both just got so sick. Oh. I was the only one that they trusted to come in and do it. So I just kind of jumped in and was like, I think I'm supposed to go lint roll Bo Derek now. Nice. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> so. <laughs> so if you want to join the film industry, make sure your friend gets sick. Yeah. yeah. I was like, yeah. My it's children really sad. can help you out I, with Rachel, this. Rachel, if you're watching, I'm sorry. She was like, I've gotten, I've gotten a lot of jobs because she's gotten sick. That's how I should make money is I should ask, like, if anyone wants to get sick, my kids are in a walking infestation of illness and I'll just bring them over yeah. to whoever you want to be infected. And, and I'm talking like, job. there's a lot of stuff. They yeah, and then just and pay then me just a couple bucks, job. and then yeah, take, guys, take her job. I mean, it looks like I'm sabotaging I'm like a fixer. her. Really. I'm like a fixer, but I, I feel like I am sabotaging her. But she's like, I can hook you up all yeah. the way from the common cold. What you want, Rosiola? We'll get you shingles. Play. Fifth disease? <laughs> <laughs> you had chicken pox yet? Yeah, no. <laughs> Waiting for that one. Got fresh chicken pox right here. Hand, foot, and mouth. Ooh, <laughs> ooh. <laughs> you want some blisties? That's one thing about having kids. I like every time I'm like, oh, baby fever. I. I, I'm reminded and then of you all get the an actual fever illness. from a snotty kid who literally <laughs> shot, rocketed something into your mouth, which happens uh. to me a lot. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be honest. I eat a lot of smot, snot and mucus, yeah, not intentionally. Uh. Yeah, you gotta love, gotta love them. Gotta love them. Gotta love them. Gotta love them. So, so uh, tomorrow's last rap day. I say related. Looking for a job. Oh, y'all right? Yeah. That's a, like that's my favorite thing about the whole rap party deal. I don't know if I've ever said this this joke on this show or not, but like really, when you think about it, the rap party is just a celebration back into unemployment. Yeah. <laughs> it's like we're broke again. Like, yeah. The last week of the film, everybody's like kind of down, you know, and they're like, oh man, I don't know what I'm gonna do now. It's just like a you know, there's like these these roller coasters of emotions yeah. that you go through, and uh, I, I'm definitely there. Now I'm I'm still like, you know, I've got some bartending shifts and stuff on the side yeah. coming up, but I am working on um, why I'm here. Tell you guys yes. the best festival we've got going on. Um, there um, is this magnificent place in eastern Oklahoma called Blue Doors at Ten Killer. Um, it's been open for around three to four years, and it has won several sustainability awards for their outdoor kitchen automatic hot water they have amazing aquaponic gardens their nice. butterfly 
Gardens Bees. Um, we've done yoga retreats there for a few years, and now we are launching our first music festival. Um, yes. And it's going to be called Indigo Fest. Indigo Fest. So we have a right. camping festival. It's September 23rd through the 24th. Uh, over 40 bands. Um, Brian's band will be there. So Woo! you should definitely Whoa! come and see Brian's band. And we um, play rarely, too. So. Yeah. <laughs> rare, rare, and we're only selling 300 tickets to this event. So that's why it's a little bit more exclusive. Um, tickets are $175. That includes your camping, uh, your parking, and all that. Um, yeah. We have outdoor kitchen for people to use, and you can rent the cabins at a higher And that's range. included oh, wow. in all of that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, the cabins are not. Cabins the cabins are separate, are separate but oh, okay. the camping and parking and all that's included. So, Talk, talk a little bit about, uh, well, we, go ahead, Neil. Uh, yeah. yeah, I was going to ask you about uh, the music that is going to be played. Yes. Yeah, so um, we have a lot of, I've, I've tried to give everybody a good variety. Um, I have a hip-hop stage, a main stage, and then an acoustic stage. So... Some on the acoustic stage that you guys might recognize. We're going to have Allie Harder, Bo Jennings, O'Fidelis will be on the acoustic stage. Um, for the hip-hop stage, I do have uh, JB will be performing. Um, yeah. Josh Saylee uh, on my main stage. I mean, th- these are just off the top of my head, guys. But I've got Chelsea Cope, Wildings, yeah. Linka, Masterhand. So Limber um, Limbs is going to be there. Limber Limbs. Yeah, yeah. Um, I want to read off my list, but I've got, I mean, you should go to our website and follow us on Instagram. <laughs> and how many stages are you going to be We have on? three stages. Three stages. Three stages. Nice. And one of them will be acoustic. So if you've been to the property of Blue Doors, the TP is going to be one of the stages. Yes. That, that will be the acoustic stage. And so that one, since it's located behind the cabins, will be a little bit more low key. And then we have some property behind the cabins where the real rager is going to go down. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, talk a little bit. You were mentioning that you're hoping that it's, uh, what is it, like zero Zero waste. waste. Yeah. yeah. So we're, we're pushing. It's going to be a green fest. So anything you take in, you take out. Um, we're not selling alcohol. Any of our vendors um, who come will be using compostable products. We will be educating people on composting, recycling, um, sustainable beekeeping, all, all those yes. ways I want to I so want to I want to be an atheist I think like um, and one of those things whenever you go out to Blue Doors to this property um, it kind of teaches you to live a different way you know you're just a little bit more cautious and you're conscious of what's going on around you and yeah. we really just want to push this idea yeah and I, th- I think it's pretty great because uh, I was reading I was reading um on Yahoo News, where oh, I get all my information, yes. <laughs> uh, that Oklahoma is actually one of the worst states in the country for recycling. Only 3% of all Oklahomans recycle, apparently. Oh, I feel like we're pretty wow. low on a lot of things. Yeah, well, and, Education, and a lot of it is that out. people don't know to recycle. We don't have the facilities. We actually we have a private uh, facility that we're working with that's out in eastern Oklahoma that will be picking up all of our trash for us. And so we know that it will be recycled. Some of these places actually do just pick up your recycling and then take it to the dump. And yeah, it's not yeah, so. it's not actually recycled. That's kind of like where, where I grew up. They only had one location for recycling and it was like, you know, everyone took their stuff there. It was always full. It was always at capacity. So anytime you drive by and be like, oh, I should drop up the, my successfully recycled bottles you can't it's so overflowing you feel like you're just dumping trash right in the parking lot right. yeah so i mean i think that this um you know do, doing events like this you know is moving somewhere in the right direction of just making people aware that you, you need to do it post a post woodstock trash photo and po- post your uh festival <laughs> trash photo and be like see guys yeah it's possible. Yeah. I mean, hey, right here, movies and music festivals, probably yes. two of the biggest waste 
Oh, waste. God. I mean, all the water bottles and, right. and things like that that comes with it. And so, you know, we'll be providing water bottles for everybody to refill. Nice. Things nice. like that. That's um, amazing. And, and you will you will be responsible for a lot of your own trash, kind of Burning Man style. Nice. So, um, really cool. is this is this going to be like a one time thing or annually? Annually, yeah. We we plan on keeping this going uh, year by year, having bigger bands, um, you know, and, and keeping it an intimate event. Yeah. And this is the first year. Oh, and I want to say High Wasted. I have a couple of bands from New York. High Wasted. Oh. They're one of my favorite bands uh, from New York City. They're coming. Uh, the Cokes. Um, God, yeah, there's just a ton of great bands I'm excited about. That's really Yeah, this cool. is the very first year. Very first year we've done it. And we do have a very small committee. There's only about five of us right now working on it. And so um, shout out to Britt and Bailey out there. <laughs> and and uh, Bethany, of course. They've been getting all of our swag bags together. And, you know, all of you mu musicians will be compensated with lots of local goodies. <laughs> yeah. So... Kind of going back to the booking agent stuff, like all of all of the um, all of the different free agent stuff that mm -hmm. you do. What is some advice that you can give? Because like as you're as you're talking yeah, about you're Indigo Fest, fans, now you're doing all this other stuff. That, yeah. yeah. Um, well, best advice I can do is to just uh, not give up. You have got to not worry about where you can't. You can't be one of those people that's worrying about where the next dollar is coming from. Yeah. Because it's going to come eventually. But um, if you're just sitting around worrying about that all the time. People are going to be able to read that on you and, and feel oh, that desperation! They could smell desperation <laughs> oh, yeah, from a mile away, dude. And it, yeah, that's why you know it's like when it rains, it pours. That's where that comes from, you know. Yeah. Like whenever it's it's good, people, you know, you you put that off, and you know, and so it keeps coming at you. Yep. And so you know, there there's a lot of yoga and meditation involved. You know, right. <laughs> keep your sanity. Um, yeah. I will say, um, you know, one of, one of the things I've done in the recent years that has really helped my career wise is I do. Um, I like to go in as press uh, to some of these bigger music festivals and just hang out with people who are also pinning on the same thing that I'm I'm trying to do, you know, yeah. in other places and just kind of watching what they do right, what they do wrong. And that's really smart. You know, going in people and that is have, really smart. I mean, I feel like advice. just having a press pass to Dead Center, I learned so much and met so many people just yeah. watching how people function mm -hmm. in the background instead of as like a just active attendee, you right. know, attendee. It's different. Right. I mean, I went to a festival last year in Austin, for example, and I was like, lighting, lighting. Wow, they need more lighting, more signs, more signs. And so that's yeah. all I've been worried about, you know. And so it's just, you know, like I said, kind of, you know, watching where each other, you know, like, oh, that was a cool idea. I'll steal that idea. Yeah. Or, right. That was not such a good idea. I'll leave that one. Learn from the mistakes. So that, see, that's a really cool note because it's not just about, like, you know, emailing a bunch of bands, getting them together. Like you're, you're always kind of integrating your research and all of that. Into well, I think FaceTime is really important. You know, yeah. um, one of the reasons that I'm able to book uh, so many bands in Austin, I think, as I, I make it a goal of mine, I try to go down there every couple of months, six weeks, three months. Don't try to let it go past three months where <laughs> I just go in these places and I'm like, hi, I'm, yeah. I still exist. You know, <laughs> just, just check it in. Just a little what's up, you know, and. And, you know, you make yourself a real person and then you're not just like this email that's coming at them all the time. Yeah. Right. Is, Dude, uh, that's such a good note. Yeah. Is this like your very first festival that you've ever put out? Um, <laughs> oh, sweet Neil. <laughs> um, well, I will say um, it, it's first one like this. Uh, 
I will say um, I've had this has been very reminiscent of Schwarzstock. Yeah, that's what I was just um, thinking of. Yeah, so we did a music festival. Um, Doug Schwartz, local music photographer, this uh, private birthday party that he did back like 2010. Was that the first one? Yeah. Turned that's into was just on a it, and it was just a party for Doug. It just started just as party for Doug, and it grew into like this huge thing. And uh, last year we had it. We had 30 something bands. It was Whoa. out by Yukon out in the country yeah. and. We actually did have to go through a lot of stuff with the city um, to make that happen. Freaking permits and all that kind of stuff. Permits How cool do you have to be so that your birthday becomes a festival? Right. You gotta That's be Doug Schwartz cool. You gotta be Doug, yeah. Doug Schwartz. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So yeah, I mean, I think we're in a community where uh, you know you, we all want to give back to each other and help each other out, and that's that's really awesome. And. So I've, I've been really blessed you know, I've had so many bands register for this and people texting me like as soon as the flyer goes out, they're like, hey, Gary, did you forget about me? You know, and yeah. so I'm just glad that people are excited about it, you know, and they're behind us and that they're going to help us make this a great thing and make it something we can do every year. That's really cool. So if you were going to talk to a young Carrie Myers, what is uh, what is some advice <laughs> that you would give young oh, Carrie Myers? That one band, Ophidelis. Don't give them any time. <laughs> I will say that I probably would not have stayed in the restaurant industry as long as I did. Really? Yeah. I spent a lot of time thinking that I was probably going to like manage, or I mean, I, I did manage restaurants, and I thought that I might like want to own part of one one day. But I, I actually I grew up with uh, my grandmother owned a restaurant and grew up in that lifestyle where you just you don't get to travel or leave. Or go anywhere and that that's really what I like to do the most you know is be able to get out and see what other people are doing and I feel like I spent a couple years in the restaurant life when I could have been out seeing and doing and traveling a little yeah. bit more but other than that I mean I think that I, I gained a lot of people experience from it and I met I met a lot of people in the community that I work with by being their server yeah that's that's you know being their bartender man it's such a it's such a weird thing because like I served tables for like six years and I can't say that anyone I ever served or met while I was waiting tables was influential in a career, but it did give me patience. I've got to say, it depends on where you work. Yeah. Yeah. It gave yeah. Me patience. I, I, I worked as a server at Eagle One Pizza, and I would always wear, I would wear my crew t-shirts to work. Ah, man. see? I couldn't and, do that. I worked at... Chilies. <laughs> first problem, right there. Problem one. Yeah. Yeah. Problem one. Don't don't network at Chili's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Michael would, Scott would, would disagree. <laughs> I just have to say, Michael True. Scott, best they place, would, best place. They now. would come. They would come up to me and be like, "Oh, hey, you worked on that movie? I was an extra on day 16." Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I remember you. Yeah, you're like, oh yeah, I totally remember. Exactly. Your name. Yeah. Exactly. So. I mean, that's yeah. my experience. Rob Christinger um, and I met with him coming in Picasso's. And oh, for I real? on him. And, and explain who Rob Christinger uh, Rob is. Rob Christinger is actually a, he's a PR guy around town, and he's he's a hideaway pizzas PR person in Tulsa uh -huh. now. Yeah. Um, but he was my mentor for, still is, I guess. Hi, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> for a little while around here. And so and he he taught me a little bit about getting into the music industry and doing stuff. I also worked for um, Opepco for a while. Oh, that's right. You know, I had yeah, a I had a column in Look at OKC where I wrote about like what shows you should go see this weekend. Nice. What, what's you, happening? Nathan, Poppy, and Lacey Lett could just you you three. That was back in the day. Gah, you three. Don't get us all together again. <laughs> One of these days we're, we're gonna talk to Nathan and Lacey too. But um, what are some pros and cons 
of the freelance world. And I'm going to open this up to Neil, too, because you're also freelance. Absolutely. So, okay, here we go. We're going to do a lightning round. A pro of the freelance world. Make your own schedule. Um, staying busy sometimes. <laughs> a con of the freelance world. Not getting paid for months. Uh... Not getting to do as much as I please. Being stuck in your blacked out bedroom, just twiddling your thumbs for days and days and days. <laughs> yeah, listening to Elliot Smith. <laughs> <laughs> I can only sit and cry alone for so Chasing long. Chasing down people for paychecks. <laughs> okay, like another, pro. another pro. I, I'm still going, making my own schedule. It's my favorite part. <laughs> um, I would say uh, you get to meet so many new people who are interested in the same things that you are. And I think that that's yeah. probably yeah. my most favorite pro. Who did you get to meet recently, Carrie, from Sons of Anarchy? Uh, what? I was going to say, that wasn't what? what I was excited about. So, well, we had Tommy Flanagan from Sons of Anarchy, but I was most excited about Dermot Mulroney. He was uh, Dermot you met Dermot Mulroney? He was, he was in the film we were just in. Oh, right. He was in See, and he was so cool. Oh. Yeah. And I will never forget this for the rest of my life. Here's my Chickasaw Rancher story. Dermot comes out of the trailer in his underwear <laughs> and yells, Carrie. <laughs> <laughs> you guys gave me the wrong pants. I think you guys gave me the wrong pants. I was like, okay. And then you're oh, like, right you're welcome, world. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wow. That just <laughs> happened to I'm just so me. I'm so honored. No one else is around. That Gary, just made, made my pants. week. You know? and, and he was really cool. You know, he, he also like gave yeah. me some shameless spoilers. It's my right. favorite show. And I'm not going to share, but yeah, he was he was really awesome. Dermot was so cool to watch him, his process. Neil, yeah. because uh, Neil's an aspiring actor to you listeners, and like if you could have gotten to see him in his process, he was and everything, director. He knew everything. I mean, he, he, yeah, he, he was so great. He would jump in and be like, you know, maybe I should just do this, or, you know, I mean, he, he helped out a lot. I was I've like, never. I love it when you put your two cents in. It's yeah. the best. And he I've was never, like, I have to. <laughs> I've never been an actor that was so aware of everything. He was aware of eye lines. He was aware of camera angles, lens, you know, lens focal lengths. He was aware of all the sound He's issues that were going on. For a the while, dude man. saved my ass like three times. Of like, I would tell the director like, Hey, there's a, there's something he making me a, a noise. He showed me a way to wire through through the pocket, cut the yeah. whole the pocket of the pants. Yeah. That was like blew my mind. You know who taught me that? Lance Henriksen oh. from Alien. <laughs> I would say that the biggest piece of advice I would have for anybody going into freelance is to volunteer. Just volunteer at the places that you're interested in in working at, whether it's like Humane Society, Food Bank, any any of these yeah. things, because that that is really what has gotten me. You know, that's where I've met people. Yeah. I think is is volunteering. I and feel like volunteering for Dead Center for years. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's really. Um, I feel like the three main things that have been the biggest help. The, the biggest advice that I've ever given people that want to do freelance is one, be humble, two, be kind, to be a kind person, and three, be the hardest working person that you can possibly be. And four, take no shit. And take Ooh. no shit. You can't. Yeah. Let people run over You've you. got to let it roll off your back, first of all, but you've also got to stand up for yourself. Yeah, or, or, or they will, people will, if you work for people for free once, sometimes they expect you to do that forever, uh -huh. so... That so could that's be a another whole one podcast where you have to be like, right, <laughs> maybe guys, it now, should be. Now that I'm experienced, uh, yeah. I'm going to be sending you an invoice for that one. That's true. Before we go into games, let's go. I want to talk about that is respecting how much you're worth. Yeah. Talk about that for a second. Well, I mean, we, we both deal with this. I think we all deal with this. You know, there, there's a difference between, um, hey, you want to go work on my music video? You know, we'll just do this fun thing and it's not ever really going to matter in the long yeah. run. It's just something we'll work on. Or, you know, come join my other project and you're going to get screamed and yelled at all day and disrespected and then yeah. we're also not going to give you any money mm -hmm. so you know it's just like 
you know, you don't want to do, the, who wants to make themselves do, put themselves through misery for nothing? Yeah. And so. Well, especially when you've been doing it for a couple, for a handful yeah, of years. Yeah, and so, yeah, once you're like, all right, I'm, I know what I'm doing now. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I think that sometimes those bad experiences can be just as important as the good ones because you That's can true. learn so much from a horrible experience. So you can say, oh, well, hey, now I know that I will never do that. That's true. <laughs> true. I substitute taught for one week. <laughs> I will never do that again. Hats off the teachers. Well, that makes you appreciate like the and give you value to your time. So you are aware next time, like, this isn't of value to me or my time. Absolutely. Or this friend of mine who I know it's going to be fun and worthwhile and enriching in some way, mm -hmm. even if it's not monetarily. Right. It, it, sometimes, you know, starting out, you might not know what that is or what it looks like to go, eh, it's not worth my time. <laughs> right, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, after you've been doing it for a while, you're like, eh, that's going to take yeah. me, you know. Yeah. X amount of hours and energy Where and I could sometimes be making some money. Money. Always weigh yeah. the pros and cons. If you're going to do something for free and, and if you've been doing the job for a while, weigh the pros and cons. I'm, I'm not saying don't do stuff for free. I still, still yeah. do plenty of stuff, uh, you know, fun, all of our fun projects for free. But also <laughs> you have to make it a balance so that you can pay your bills. Mm -hmm. yeah. Exactly. Just, I mean, just, I feel like a lot of us just like the experience of being on set mm -hmm. and just doing, doing our things, you know? You know what actually keeps getting, making me want, like, what keeps bringing me to set because like sound is kind of a thankless job let's be honest <laughs> so is wardrobe in a weird way I oh like. yeah Whatever. oh there's a lot of thankless departments but uh, what we keeps thinking about a lot of stuff. is all of you guys we're like all of my pals <laughs> <laughs> we are always thinking about what they have to change into next yeah and if i have that on me um being at the ranch though was a different thing we the movie we just worked <laughs> on we were far away from society, I have to say. So if we forgot something, it was gonna be a minute before we got it. And so- um, It was like being on the frontier again. No, there's you might get plenty the rickets. of thinking ahead in wardrobe. Yeah. yeah. I, I had plenty of standing around there as we were waiting yeah. a lot of cows this time. Right. <laughs> Carrie went to go get some new wardrobe, but she died of dysentery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I did push that wagon. Oh, no, you did? <laughs> okay, well. <laughs> Thank you so much for your insightful advice. Yeah. You ready to play some games? Yeah, yeah, I am. We're going to okay. play some we're games. Now, do we want to go straight into games? Because we're in the new space and we haven't done a Kelly's Corner. I feel like we should christen the space with a Kelly's do Corner. Do I have a Kelly's Corner to If you do. don't, it's okay, and I'll just edit this part out. Mm -hmm. No, life's good, man. <laughs> Dude, I mean, I guess I should, I guess I should say that. Okay, so Kelly's Corner. Let's go. Kelly's Corner. <laughs> so I have seen the light. The shining little light at the end of the tunnel here, guys. I went on vacation. I drove 11 hours to Iowa with two kids in the car who are under th three and under. Two toddlers. Uh, two toddlers, <laughs> 11 hours in the car, and then went straight from that couple days off, drove to Branson or Lake of the Ozarks and went swimming with two toddlers. And it was pretty like, okay. Like for the most part, I didn't feel like I was losing my mind or going insane. Now I still had to pack literally everything. You have to pack everything. You need everything. You can't leave without anything. Like you just, uh, or you have to go shopping 5,000 times. <laughs> but I got sleep. My kids like were polite to their cousins. My daughter only hit one of them in the face a couple times, <laughs> which is good for her. So I, I just am like, I'm so blown away that like I, it does get easier, guys. It does get easier. It's the end of the toddler tunnel. Yes, the toddler tunnel. my cousins <laughs> both have like like month old babies that they brought to vacation, and we all shared a house, 
And Aaron and I are literally in our room. Our kids are sleeping. They just went right down. And I'm hearing screaming babies upstairs. And we just crack open a bottle of wine and go out to the dock <laughs> and just sit out there with our baby monitor. And we're like, I cheers like. to the old ball parents. Because it does get easier. And that's just so nice. It's just so nice. Anyway, that's my Kelly's Corner. Life's good. There we go. <laughs> yeah. I, so, I gotta do nice things and say nice things every once in a while. That's true. That's true. You can't just crap you on me every, every time. And today, my this baby just pooped right in my ear. <laughs> it was the worst. I can't hear anything. Yeah. yeah. Everything sounds like shit. Yeah. Everything <laughs> is shit, Brian. Everything <laughs> is shit. <laughs> okay, so uh, what do we have on the docket for some games today? Well, I really want everyone to get to know Mr. Neil because we all know him. So. I was hoping we could play a little dating game. Let's do it. Okay. Now, the question is, would you like to be the questioner or would you like for me to be the questioner and you play one of the potential daters? I'll play one of the potential daters. Sweet. Okay. Okay. All right. So, uh, let's do it. Okay. Um, wait, am I the host? Oh, I'm hosting because oh, I'm okay. going on a date. Okay. Okay. So, uh, this is the dating game featuring Mr. Neil Newby. Yes. Welcome to the dating game, everyone. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and host the show for myself because I'm that desperate. I am <laughs> looking for a date. And I have found online a few potential um, people that I, I had some interest in. And I just really want to get to know them better. So I'm going to start with uh, anonymous number one. We're going to call you each anonymous. Um, I'm anonymous number one. Yeah, please introduce yourselves so uh, we can get to know you guys. Well, my name is Todd, and uh, I work at a museum. Uh, clean the toilets, floors, wax the floors. Really have a thing about floors. <laughs> and uh, if I take you on a date, I know where I'm taking you. To my janitor's floor closet. Floor word? Oh, a floor world. I was thinking, like, maybe take me out to look at tile, or. Well, we could go there too. I, we can talk about tile all day long. Your janitor, <laughs> your janitor's closet. That's that's where we go on our first date. I mean. That's technically my apartment, too. <laughs> great, great. Okay, um, uh, number two, please introduce yourself. All right. Uh, I'm, I'm not very good at making these characters on the spot. Um, Top that. Golly, <laughs> 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 how am I supposed to be creepier than that? <laughs> I will say, um, all right, my name is Carrie. I work at 7-Eleven. The night shift. The night shift. Okay, so I'd have to adjust my schedule a little bit for yeah. you. But uh, you know, what kind of what kind of a what kind of date would you take me on after coming off of a night shift? Man, you know what? You can rage at six a.m. like none other. A couple forties from the from the bridge. So you know, you know that world. Great, great. I'm I'm into it. I'm into it. Okay, number three, please uh, introduce Hello. yourself. Well, uh, my name is Neil, and. Uh, I'm a barber, so I'm a, a hair, hairdresser by trade. Oh, wow. But I also like long walks on the beach. Do you really? Oh, wow. I mean, I love to hear that. I love to hear it. Nice. If you're, if it's sincere, yeah, I, I, I get a sincere vibe from you about well, it. Well, I mean, I have an extreme fear of killer orcas. Okay. But, uh, see, like a lot of people would be afraid of being killed by shark. No, orcas are very aggressive. Their teeth are blunt. Listen, <laughs> they are. They're very aggressive. I've seen them demolish seals just in like a bite. So, okay. on our first date, we are going to the mountains. The mountains. I like the mountains. Are you a hiker? I am a hiker. You're a hiker. Great. Okay. Uh, now, I'm going to get a little more intimate. Um, does it, number one, Todd, was it? Yeah, it's Todd, yeah. Todd. Uh, 
can you can you share with me maybe a um, how you could, would console me after an argument we might have? How, how what's your best way to console someone? Well, like my friend over here, I'm also afraid of killer orgasms, <laughs> and uh, I would want to take it slow. That's oh, okay. all I'm saying. And if you got upset, take it even slower. Okay. And if and if that didn't work, then I would just freeze. And that's just, that's how you handle women's sadness? <laughs> okay. Boom, works every time. Okay, I, I, it definitely drew me out of, um, out of what I you was thinking right originally. Down. You calmed right and down. And I started con- concerning myself with if you were having a seizure or something. Works every time. Okay, okay. Um, uh, Carrie, can you please, uh, uh, same question. How, how would you console someone if they're very upset post-fight? What, what would you, what was your first thing to I'm, do? I'm really into long, awkward hugs. Oh, okay. You know, so at first it, it feels like really nice and consoling. And then, and then you're like, wait, maybe I've been here too long. <laughs> you're like, wait, maybe I should run away because this person's never going to let go of me. But then you just keep powering through just, it just keep powering through the hug keep powering through the hug okay yeah. uh, i'm gonna admit i'm not a very touchy-feely, touchy-feely person <laughs> but i like the awkwardness of the hug i think that that would be a very nice thing okay neil same question um <clears throat> consoling someone after a fight well uh i play guitar oh. so i would sing you a, a freestyle hip-hop tune on the el guitaro <laughs> wow um because i Am, am interested in this. I'm not going to ask you to do that right now well, because I don't. I don't, I don't have uh, yeah, guitar, you don't have a guitar, so. but I, I really think um, if you ever want to come on my podcast, I, I do a podcast. I don't oh, know if you know. Oh, this. you do podcasts. Yes, I do a podcast. So if you want to come on our podcast um, and and perform one of those, I I would very much like that. I would love to do that as well. Okay, uh, okay. Last question. Uh, a hidden talent or uh, ability of yours. I'm going to start with Neil. Other than guitar, and Hidden apparently bar- you're a barber. Hid- yeah, guitar and barber. Hidden talent other than what I have said already. Um, I, I don't know if I would call it a talent, but I'm double-jointed in my arms. Ooh, okay. So I used to play wonderful. I think that they were wonderful. My teachers didn't love them. But I would play these amazing pranks on all my teachers where I would fall down and pretend to have broken limbs. Wow. Um, kind of like... In a horror movie, when you see those women like walking on like the backs of their hands and like, <laughs> like yeah. you know, I, I'm really into that. Okay, much. I will say if you ever try to scare me, I get violent just p- out of pure fear. But then I laugh really hard with you. I just stay a little bit further away from me. I can't out of <laughs> right. punching distance, and then we'll laugh, and it'll be great. You scared me. I beat you up. Isn't yes. that hilarious? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I take uh, comfort in fear and pain. Uh, okay, uh, how about you, Carrie? Um, what was the question? I secret or hidden talent or ability? Uh, my my secret um, talent is I make really good sandwiches. Make really good sandwiches. Yeah. What's based on me? What sandwich would you give me right now? Um, I would make you a a fancy grilled ham and cheese. Yes, anything grilled cheese, you know it. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I like that. Uh, and Todd, <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't mean to say it so rudely, but Todd. <laughs> well, my secret ability is. My sharts can predict the future. <laughs> I can't predict when the sharts are going to happen. It's always, it's always after some crazy meal, and I gingerly run down the stairs. But when that do happens, do you announce? Do you announce that it's happening? I announce what the, the shard has predicted. Yes. You announce what the shard has predicted. Yes. 
Okay. <laughs> so one day I was running down the stairs and it was November in 2016 and I sharded and I was like, Trump's America. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was glorious. I, I feel like we were, thank you, Neil, for I, giving us some true insight. Yeah, I actually thank learned you. some things. Absolutely. <laughs> it's fun to get real there. Yeah, I know. It was fun to get real. I know. I think our so. following it. We have two I, viewers. We have people left. Hopefully yeah, people yeah. hopped on for that little, little they, yeah, mid tidbit. I, yeah, this is a new app, guys, so I'm still trying to get used to how this works. Do we have anything else? Um, nope, that's it. That's it, okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, Carrie, it. where can we find you online? Um, online, you can follow me on Twitter at uh, Carrie Myers. It's K-E-R-Y-M-Y-E-R-S, and then there's an underscore. But please follow our uh, festival pages, Indigo Fest 2017 on Twitter, and we're just Indigo Fest on Instagram. Nice. And Neil, how about you? Plug yourself for the first time ever hey. on the show. show, show. Uh, we can, you guys can find me and on Facebook by on searching Facebook. my name, Neil Newby, and also on the Instagrams at NeilNewby95. And if I want you to shave my mustache, where can I go do that? That would be Brian's Barbershop <laughs> in Newcastle. Shout out um, to my dad. I have a barbershop? <laughs> <laughs> Jack of all trades. Jack of all trades. And hey, guys, if you like what you've been listening to and you would like to get more involved, first of all, you can go to patreon.com slash Show and be a contributor there. But you can also keep up with everything that, ha that happens on the YouTube channel at youtube.com slash Show. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Show, Or you can check out our website at www.okishoshow.com. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you. This is awesome. Thank you, Neil. Yeah, thank you. All right. And we'll see you. We'll see you guys all in the next two weeks. Okay. Okay. Bye. Wow, that was weak.